You're listening to the Tennis.com Podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tennis.com Podcast. Uh, I'm Ed McGrogan here again with Steve Tigner and Tom Parada. Uh, we are through the clay season and on to the grass events, but um, today we saw an, uh, a result you might expect to see on clay. It was an early round loss from Andy Roddick. He lost a... a a long two-setter with Duty Sela, um, 6-4, I believe 7-6-10-8 in a breaker. It was a lengthy one. Um, Steve, you were um, watching Queens through the uh, various modes of computer ways. so Yeah, doing my best. Between, yeah. the, between the rain delays, I saw a little bit of Roddick. Sela, you know, Sela's a shot maker. He played, he played well. Roddick, Roddick did, did not play well. He, he's usually really strong at this tournament. This is, seems to be generally the tournament where he, he turns his year around. But in this, So this is a... This is a bad loss for him. He didn't look too, didn't look happy afterwards. This this throws his Wimbledon preparation off. He hasn't had that many matches in general uh, through the clay season. I'm sure he thought he could at least reach the semifinals here. So a big, you know, a big, a big shock. Really, he's he's won this tournament three times. It's a this bring, to me. It brings up a big sort of a problem for some of the players going into Wimbledon. There's no room for error in the lead up. I mean, you want to play on grass a little bit before Wimbledon starts. Here's your chance, and then after that, that's basically it. I doubt he's going to want to play a tournament the week before, although he could. It's a tricky, do that. tricky time. Nadal had to come out of the French Open in the day after practice on grass, but he basically that's that's what he had to do. And he did it in the pouring rain, which you would think <laughs> his managers might not be too happy about it. Easy to easy to hurt yourself yeah. when you're doing that, but hey, that's the way he is. Uh, but it does hurt Roddick's preparation, and I think he played so well there last year, and was so close to winning. Uh, I doubt he'll be feeling as confident, but. Maybe the good news is, you know, he gets a couple of rounds under his belt at Wimbledon and he starts feeling better and then goes from there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we tend to think of guys like Federer and Nadal as people as players who can just flip a switch almost at will at the slams. Do you do you classify Roddick as the same type of player, you know, as, at least on grass, at least at the All-England Club? Does he need does he need does, matches? Yeah, does he really need does he need I think he I mean, I think he's big on, you know, when he talked about the, the fact that he didn't play in Rome leading up to the French Open. He was very. He seemed very pretty okay with that because he said he had a really long, good training camp with Stefanski. So he seems more like a, like a practice guy. He really, you know, and especially with Stefanski, who's who's big into that. I don't. I think Roddick can immediately, throw, you know, not flip a switch, but I think he can find his confidence during a tournament like Wimbledon. But no, he he wants to. He also wants to play matches. He's not like Federer in that sense. I I almost wonder for him if it's if it's turning into sort of a lost year in a way. He started I mean so well and he obviously you know the Wimbledon final last year still stings, but he had a lot to gain from that I think too. And then Indian Wells in Miami almost did the double, and then he's really a, he's just vanished because of injuries. And now you know you never know, but it's yeah, just the, something I've been thinking about. The a little clay for him. season is very uh, just a ba- always a bad timing for him because he's he's. You know the Miami and, and Indian Wells are his type of tournaments, and then Wimbledon obviously is where he wants to do well. But in between, he's got to sort of negotiate this season that he knows he's not. He, you know, in the back of his mind, he must know he's not gonna. It's not really his season, his time of year. Yeah. Um, I guess another player we can talk about too for the grass there, another Andy, um, Andy Murray. He's also in Queens, one of the top seeds. Uh, we had a question come in from Ben Kennedy of um, of Ottawa. He asked about Murray, um, you know, more or less, can he pull his game together in time for Wimbledon? He's had some, 
since the Australian Open final, it's been kind of documented. His results haven't been off to snuff since then. Um, Tom, what do you what do you think about Murray heading into the the big one of his of his year all, as always? I think you know I wouldn't expect as much from him this year as I. I'm not going to expect as much from this year as I did last year, where I thought he had a great chance to win the event and played a tough match against Roddick. Roddick played incredibly well. He's very good on that surface. It's a tough. It's a tough ask for him there with the with the expectations and, and, and just playing there and them not having had a player who's won it since the 1400s. Um, you know, <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be hard for him to do. And he, you know, he doesn't look that great to me lately. Still a little lacking confidence. Still not as aggressive as he needs to be. And has served, frankly, since that Australian Open final has been a little bit off. And it's got a lot more potential than he's been showing. And if he's not serving well, well then that's going to be a big problem. He's, he's sort of he, he got himself together in a sense at the French. He played a lot of tennis, and I think he ended up playing some of the better tennis that he's played since the Australian Open. I mean, he hadn't played well since then at all, so it's not saying that much. But he did get a lot of work in. Uh, he won Queens last year, so he's not gonna he's not gonna improve on that. In his first round this year, I watched the first set. He he was at a set point to um, to Navarro, not a not a well known player, but he got out of it. and He looked a little Murray in the in the. In the important moments, he looked a little um, passive, a little nervous. He let he let Navarro dictate, which is not what you would expect from a guy who who is going to p- potentially win Wimbledon. So he's definitely not coming in w- on at, unless he comes through to win Queens. He's definitely not coming in at, to Wimbledon as strongly as he did as he did last year. And plus, Nadal's playing. Yeah, so I, he wasn't playing last year, so that's a, you know obviously and yeah. that all playing well. It's always such a really strong field, Queens. Uh, you know, aside from Federer, who we'll touch on in a minute, but pretty much everybody else heads there each year. Nadal, um, he won his first round or two and two. Marcos Daniel, I mean, guy who shouldn't give Nadal trouble, but still coming right off of right off of a French Open win and you know all that place and such an easy transition to grasp. But he's really kind of man natural over the last few years. Um, you know, another guy. I guess we can bring up two in this line as Djokovic as well. Um, do you see kind of the same sort of pattern for him in a slam? Maybe like a late second, you know, early to mid second week sort of run, but eventually running out of gas. I'm not sure if Wimbledon is really his event, but he has had some success there in the past semifinals. He looked like his future there was going to be really bright when the year that he uh, uh, retired in the semifinals against Nadal. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know what to think of him as of yeah. late. I mean, it, it just he, he he looks good. He looks good, and then he blows a two set lead to Jurgen Meltzer. I mean, it should something like that should never happen f- for him. And uh, when he gets going down the wrong path, he, it's really hard for him to change direction lately. Which he I'm, I'm not sure why that happens. Seemed to be stuck in the semis of these tournaments for a while now. The last two, he's lost in the fourth round in the quarters. So he's he's sort of he. I guess he struggles with these these two week events. He's not quite consistent enough to bring himself to get all the way through them now you know so i it's hard to imagine him you know, being a real threat at wimbledon even though he is such a good player and he'll he should make the the quarterfinals yeah and i think you almost take players like quiz like isner and query over stock of Djokovic at this point at wimbledon, at wimbledon just because of you know what they've done lately and everything but um well, uh, we're going to touch actually on Federer, who we just brought up over in Holly. He, aside from playing it this year, had another interesting development with that event, the Jerry Weber Open, as it's also known. He signed a contract, a lifetime deal to play only to only play grass events there. It's, it was a little ambiguous, I thought, but the language. But he essentially will not be playing Queens, as he's never really done. I, I actually kind of thought this deal was 
somewhat surprising. I haven't seen it. Surprising that I haven't seen other, you know, tournaments try to lock up players essentially for a long time. Um, have you guys seen anything like this in tennis past? I can't remember anything that was a signed contract, lifetime contract to play an event. Uh, I think Federer. Is this just a publicity stunt? Is this just something? Because obviously he was going to play this event. Yeah, he always has, and he's never played Queens. To me, that's the thing. He's going to do this anyway, so if they want to give him a few bucks for saying on paper that he's going to do what he's already going to do, then why not? That, that to me, is the, that's mm-hmm. what ha- what's yeah, happening. And maybe he's smart to, to do this because, you know, that Queens event is really crowded, and we're just talking about how you take the chance of not getting any matches in because it's such a loaded field. And, and, yeah, that, and, and Hala, he has basically his own exhibition event. He seems to want to play play on grass rather than play, say, Nadal or Roddick on grass. Like he wants to get his matches in. Right. I think it that works. To be his system. Yeah. He doesn't need a quality opponent every week. He knows what it's like to play a quality opponent. He just wants to get out there and play and get a feel for things. And this is a perfect event for him to do that because the comp- he knows he's going to get a good amount of matches in. Yeah, we were just looking at the draw there. It's sort of his all all his old buds growing up on the tour. It's the like Ferreros, Leighton Hewitts. Um, the guys, guys he have, dominates. He's yeah, dominated yeah, forever. Davidenko. Yeah, the guys he has pretty much unblemished record. It is like against. a Feder exhibition. It's yeah. perfect. And he's, uh, you know, he's won there, I, I think, five times by now or so. Four I don't or know five. if anyone else has ever won the event. <laughs> <laughs> it's like McEnroe had that at Queens. McEnroe in some, I don't even know if McEnroe knows how many times he, he, won, he won it, like, I don't know, seven times or something. Yeah. Um, Feder at the moment... Um, this is, but it's you know it's great for him to prepare over there. He'll come into Wimbledon prepared. He'll be good. This is a big Wimbledon for him all of a sudden again, just like it was in two thousand eight. Where yeah, what do you think he he'll make of Nadal winning? I think it, I think it makes him eager for this tournament. He you know his main guy is back. He's you know he's won a sl- for Roger. He's won a slam. Nadal's won a slam. Now let's and I'm sure the two thousand eight final still sticks in his mind. How could it not? I mean, maybe here's a chance. Especially maybe, since the doll ha- yeah hasn't been there since yeah. the 08 final. Maybe for Federer can look like okay, let's let, you know let's turn that result around. Here's another chance for for something like that. Yeah, I would think he's eager too. I hope he's eager. If he's not, then that's going to be problematic if they do play each other. But I, w- I would think he is. And yeah, the, you know he's he's done obviously really well in the past when there's a lot on the line. And I think there'll be if they if he gets to that. But that's a long way off. If he gets yeah. to that final, yeah. it'll be really interesting. We'll touch on that uh, next week when the uh, grass events are these weeks. This week's grass events are settled, and the uh, women's draw will be out shortly enough. Uh, we'll get back early next week again. Send your comments to podcast at tennis And uh, thanks again, Ed McGrogan, Steve Tigner, and Tom Parada. Uh, talk to you soon. You've been enjoying tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to tennis.com.